Broadcasting live from the headquarters of Creek Carrier in Lincoln, Nebraska, Mark Willis is celebrating the brave men and women who serve in our military with the Patriot Fleet. Our salute to veterans. And now, here's Mark Willis. Drivers, I want to welcome you to the Friday edition right here on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking News. Thanks for being out there. And yeah, this is live all across North America. It is great to be broadcasting from Crete's World Headquarters in Lincoln, Nebraska. Thank you to everybody that invited us up to come up for a visit. And we want to salute veterans, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why we are here. Veterans Day is coming up on Sunday, November the 11th. It's going to be observed on Monday, November the 12th. And I can't think of a better place to be is right here at Crete as they celebrate their veteran drivers. A lot of folks in the military are working here at Crete. They've served in the military, and you guys know, of course, a commercial truck and bus drivers are in high demand. we got a current shortage of qualified drivers. And think about this. Service members and veterans with military driving experience are an excellent source for driving careers. They offer relevant training. They've got the skills. They've got the experience. They've got the discipline. And one of the great organizations doing great work, welcoming home our military, is Crete Schaefer Hunt right here in Lincoln. And during the next two hours on the program, guys, we are going to be doing what I call a road dog trucking news original. It is an in-depth look at how our nation's veterans are making a difference, not only from their service days, but even when they arrive back home. And with me on the panel live here from Lincoln, I've got Tim Ashoff. He is the CWO and president of Crete Carrier Corporation. Let's give Tim a nice round of applause, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Tim. Also, I want to welcome Isaac Phillips. He is the Driver uh, Development Coordinator and the Owner-Operator Program Manager. Good to have you on board as well, sir. Thank you for uh, spending the time with us. And uh, also, Eric Cutter. He was named the President of the Refrigerated Division for Shaper Trucking back in 2017. He's got more than 20 years of experience in the trucking industry and uh, most recently serving as the President for Night Refrigerated. His goal is for Shaper to continue growing and make Shaper the best trucking company in the refrigerated industry. And gentlemen, I want to thank all three of you for joining me live on the program this afternoon. It's really good to see you. And what a great honor to be in attendance uh, earlier today uh, when the uh, Patriot Fleet ceremony was held. And Tim, what an event uh, to see the drivers at, uh, as they came in. They were being welcomed and uh, they received some great great awards. Talk about how veteran drivers are really helping with Creed Shaper Trucking. Well, our veteran drivers are, are some of our greatest. We have certainly all, all of our drivers do a great, great job. But certainly, as you mentioned in the opening here, the, the skills, the discipline, the, the sense of teamwork and respect and reliability that our veterans bring uh, to us is um, you know, something second to none. Yeah, absolutely. And Eric, what are your thoughts on that? You know, just being in the room watching uh, the whole event was really quite something to see. It's really amazing. It, it really, I just feel with pride and, and you just uh, full of emotion. And, and to see the, the, the recipients uh, of, of our Patriot fleet are just proud. You can just see the, the excitement in their eyes. It's just a great event. Yeah. Looking at the family's reaction as well, that was incredible to see. Just to see the pride on people's faces as you know, their family members were being recognized. Isaac Phillips is here, and uh, he's driver development and owner-operator program manager. Tell folks a little bit about what that is, a little background about that program, if you will. Yeah, so our driver development is all of our on-truck training, and so we'll take 
uh, several different folks, whether they're from the military or from schools or, you know, have a little bit of experience with other companies and uh, train them and get them up to speed. Uh, and then on the owner-operator side, we have a, a sales program uh, that we, you know, convert company drivers to owner-operators if they like to do that and also lease on uh, some folks that already have their own trucks. You know, and, and take that a step further, too. You know, when you talk with the drivers that are in the program, you know, there's so much rich military background. Just being in the same room with them is really inspirational, right? Some great stories, I bet, that they've shared with you. It is. Some great stories. And, and part of that driver development group we have is a uh, uh, on-truck training program through the VA, mm-hmm. you know, where they can utilize their uh, GI Bill benefits and, and utilize those funds to, you know, kind of hop, offset some of that transition cost from you know, the military world and civilian lifestyle. Now, the Patriot Fleet uh, program, of course, uh, was giving out new trucks, I mean, to uh, these drivers that were being honored. And, Tim, during the course of the ceremony, you were sharing stories about how you were able to go overseas and be part of your daughter's group visiting World War, you know, the, the sites from World War II. So inspirational, I mean, to hear it from your perspective about what the military means, uh, not only to the nation, but for what you guys do here. It does, and what I was, you know, trying to convey is that, you know, one of the main purposes of our Patriot Fleet truck was to recognize our veterans and their service to our country, not only just on Veterans Day, but on on every day, and that for those of us who haven't served, it's really kind of easy to forget that, Mm -hmm. and uh, that I was, um, you know, somewhat moved by my experience this summer going, you know, being able to go on on Omaha Beach up on Point du Hoc to be out in Bastogne where the Battle of the Bulge took place and try to put myself in their shoes but just still really know that I could never do that. Um, it just wouldn't be the same standing there but not having shells come at me or, or that or otherwise. But still recognize you know, what they were facing and the sacrifices they made to really change the course of the world and, and help win World War II and that we can't forget that. Now, that's gone on many other times since World War II, but you know, that was something that I was able to see to say – you know, we really do need to remember these folks every day. And then coming back made me so proud to be part of Creek Carrier and the Patriot Fleet trucks that we have that does that. And, and Eric, when you talk to drivers, uh, that they share their stories about what their military life was like, and then they bring that experience and that talent uh, back home to you. And I know you've talked with a lot of family members, and they, of course, are so have so much pride for their family members. Talk about the sharing of the stories out there, the family, the family atmosphere, the teamwork that goes on here. My son's in the 82nd Airborne, so it's a, it's a good way for me to connect with our drivers that are military mm-hmm. because it's a good segue into talking about things he's going through, ask them questions, what they've seen and what, what things they've done in their military career, and it's a good segue just to open up a conversation and, and just talk, and it's just camaraderie yes. instantly. It's like it's like it's a family inside of a family, and it's, it's, it's a really good conversation starter. And you know, when I was uh, watching the announcement of all the drivers that were going to be awarded trucks. I think I was uh, listening to you read some of their descriptions about how they served and uh, some of their background and, uh, you know, some had, had done some different things. They have been in different fields, some were in science, some have, did, have done uh, some different uh, career objectives, but now they're in trucking, and that's got to make you feel very good that they're here. When you looked at their backgrounds and you saw Everything that they'd accomplished, man. What were some of your reactions of looking at their prior prior experiences? Just wow is the first thing that comes <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> right, makes you realize you haven't accomplished a whole lot in this world, right? When you look at some of their sure. resumes, sure. Yeah, and looking at them uh, just standing up and being in front of the group, they were giving just a few words uh, about what it you know what it felt like like to win. They were so humble. 
And that was one of the most striking things uh, to me is the fact that, uh, you know, here, the, here they're being recognized by their peers. They're being recognized by, by the company. But uh, many of those guys are so humble, and that was really very heartwarming. What you do you know, think? You know, I've heard it a couple times over the years, and I heard it again a couple times today. Is, you know, they appreciate the trucks, yeah. but the trucks aren't for them. It's for everyone else that's served. And, you know, I've heard that numerous times, and it really rings true. Yeah, and Tim, from your vantage point, uh, these guys, when you talk to them, you know, they've been given these awards. Very humble individuals, aren't they? They really, really are. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them, um, sometimes, you know, they're, they're very honored, but it's kind of a, well, why why me? I have so <laughs> right. many coworkers right. that are, are uh, you know, just as deserving. And I think, you know, as you were talking a little bit earlier about the parallel between being in the military and, and being a truck driver, uh, in many ways, you know, certainly very humble people, but also those that often go unrecognized. Yes. Right. You know, that if, as you know, and as we were talking last night at the, at the restaurant, um, you know, everything we were eating there wouldn't have been there if it wouldn't Absolutely. have been for a driver. Absolutely. And certainly all the freedoms we have wouldn't be here if it wouldn't be for the soldiers. And often we go through our day-to-day life and don't think about either one of those. And so, again, this is a way for people to think about both uh, the value of truck drivers and what they do every day and then the value of the veterans that are driving those trucks. You know, the uh, veterans that are out there and those that are that want to maybe come into trucking, they, you think about what they're bringing. To the table. I mean, great skills, great discipline. They bring like uh, maybe situational awareness uh, as one example, because you've got to be aware of your environment. You've got to be so much focused on road safety. It is so critical to have that, to be part of the truck driving industry. That's the skills that are taught in the military, but bringing that situational awareness into trucking is really a great benefit. Oh, de- definitely. Always yeah. planning ahead, yeah. looking forward, trip planning, yeah. you know, what am I going to do to this trip to accomplish my goal? And really, that's the same thing that they've done in their military life as well. Yeah. So it correlates back and forth between trucking and, and military. And when you look at it, Isaac, from the dependability standpoint as well, I mean, in the military, they are depending upon you to do certain stuff certain things you've got certain responsibilities certain skills that you got to follow they've got to stay up on their run i mean all of that translates right back into trucking having that dependability that the company can count on it does yeah they're very responsible individuals they you know if you give them a task you don't have much concern that they're going to get the job done yeah and do it right the leadership skills when you look at uh, what the military veterans are bringing to the table i mean you know you i would think that no matter what the rank is, when no matter what your rank was, say in the military, and you bring those skills into the trucking industry, you know the rank kind of disappears. I mean, it's everybody's all of a sudden on the same on the same page, and they talk about their military experiences. The leadership is so critical from from folks that are coming in from the military. It is, and it is like you mentioned at all different levels. Whether um, you know they came in from being a top officer to being you know yeah. the, the, the foot soldier on the ground. When we, when we get together here, we're, we're a team, and, and certainly what it's great to see is people step up here and use that leadership um, ability they had and learned in the military here. You know, for being a, a driver where, I, you know, I know so many of our drivers, they run into just so many different situations out on the road, mm-hmm. and they have to adapt and overcome. they got to take the initiative. They okay. have to take the initiative, and, okay. and, you know, our veterans are great at that. They'll be the ones that, you know, something goes wrong with a trip or otherwise. Uh, you know, they'll call in, tell us, and say, hey, I got it handled. Here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do now, and, no and we're going to change, and, and we're going to move forward. So that just that attitude and that ability to, you know, take the bull by the horn, so to speak, and keep things moving is important. I think, you know, it, I think it really works well because, really, we're all here to serve and support our drivers, mm-hmm. and so we're a humble company, and it, it's, uh, you know, our, and our 
military drivers are humble as well. Yeah, yeah. This also too, I think, brings up another another interesting aspect as, is that uh, the military veterans that are driving. They've got great mentoring skills, don't they? They do. You know, that's one thing that surprised me when we were looking through the candidate list for this year's selections. You you talk about the leadership skills and the responsibilities of those that that serve. How many of the people on the candidate list this year are driver trainers for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's... It makes sense that they would be in that type of position with us, you know, because that's what they're used to in the military. And tell folks what the driver training programs are all about. Let's give them uh, some background about that. What do you guys do as far as driver training, maybe helping somebody transition, say, from the military into Crete? What do you guys do? Certainly. Uh, our training program is really uh, broad, so we can handle bringing on, you know, really any driver that has any level of skill or, or essentially no skill at all if they're coming out of school or coming out of the military um, we, we adapt to them. Isaac and his team do a great job of, of looking at the person that wants to join us, see what their background is, see what, uh, for, the, for the military folks, as he mentioned, see what benefits they're eligible for, see how we can get them into that um, apprenticeship program. And then, you know, if they have the right um, driving experience, put them out on the road with the trainer right away. Uh, if they need to go to schooling, then help them guide them through that schooling process and then get them on board with the trainer, all at the same time while working with the VA to ensure um, you know, we're working hand-in-hand hand to get them the benefits they've earned. You know, one of the great opportunities, I would imagine, is in the refrigerated division that, uh, you know, somebody wants to maybe go into a specialized segment of the trucking industry. What a great opportunity to take those military skills, get into a training program, say at Schaefer, for example, and you'd be able to help them grow and then become drivers and get them out on the oh, road. No, yeah, we, we, we enjoy the, the having the students become a driver, and especially yeah. the veteran drivers, and learn, learn the, the temp-controlled segment of the, of the business. And hopefully, gain enough experience to them themselves can become a trainer and start training the uh, the next group of, of temp control drivers. What do you hear from drivers? Any general questions that they they may bring up about the program, about recognizing military veterans? Uh, what kind of maybe some general questions you might hear from folks? You know, a lot of the questions we get is, you know, what else is involved? You know, besides just driving them, you know, driving the truck. Okay. You know, a lot of the extracurricular activities uh, that we do throughout the year, you know, wreath Amer- across America, Fourth of July parades, school visits. You know, whether those are driving schools or elementary schools. Mm. Uh, we also go to a lot of military bases and, you know, retirements, graduations, things like that that are they're kind of involved behind the scenes. That's got to be cool to go to the ele- elementary schools, right? It is. To it see is. those kids with the with the wide eyes and they're just ready to, you know, get up there and maybe try the horn out, mm-hmm. which has really got to make it a lot of fun. I've got a break for some weather real quick, guys. And uh, drivers, see if you want to get on board and talk with Tim Ashoff, the CWO President Crete Carrier Corporation, Isaac Phillips, he is driver development and owner-operator. Project manager and Eric Cutter was named the president of the refrigerated division with Schaefer Trucking. I've got all three with me right now. Now, back to Mark Willis, broadcasting live from the headquarters of Creek Carrier in Lincoln, Nebraska, on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. Drivers, you are welcome to join us in the conversation. And again, it's great to be off my cul-de-sac. I've taken off the ankle monitor, <laughs> and I'm actually on the road. Uh, and it's really good to be out. It's really great to see the folks here at Creek Schaefer Hunt Trucking, ladies and gentlemen. And again, I'm broadcasting live right down to radio. You are more than welcome to join me again. The phone number to call, it is 888-876-2336-8888, Road Dog, all across North America. My guest for this segment, Tim Ashoff, the CWO, President of Crete, Isaac Phillips, driver development and owner-operator, program manager, Eric Cutter. He is the president of Schaefer 
trucking. And gentlemen, I do want to get uh, websites out there, social media, where drivers can find you guys at Crete, uh, the old-fashioned way, by phone Sure, as well. You can call in, or actually, uh, the website first, I guess, CreteCarrier.com. And underneath that, we have uh, access to Schaefer Trucking and Hunt Transportation as well. And then you can call us at 800-998-2221. You know, gentlemen, looking at uh, what the military veterans do bring to the table here, I mean, you think about the skill set, the dedication, the focus. I mean, there's so many great leaderships, uh, leadership opportunities for people that are coming in from the military. Why not look at trucking, right? Talk about that. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's an occupation that I think is getting better every year. You know, we've been working hard this year um, as a company. Uh, we've been going out to our customers, and, and our goal is how do we improve our drivers' lives and make the trucking industry an even a better place. So we're trying to find those points that are frustration points for drivers and remove them. So we're working with customers to get rid of uh, the driver being involved with OS&D, you know, removing detention events, doing more drop and hook. You know, Eric and I have been out in particular and just sort of pounding the pavement saying, how do we make this a better job for people, including veterans coming on board with you us? Know, and speaking of that, I do remember seeing you guys, uh, was it back in February, you were at one of the uh, truck stops uh, around Indianapolis, and uh, you were meeting with drivers, talking with drivers, and this was before one of the live shows we did at the Conagra plant. And, and you know, just for the drivers to see you, to see you out there and to hear their stories out there really is a great help, right? They're glad to see you. And they want to share those stories. They do want to hear from the executives. It's a help for, for both the drivers and for us. I mean, I yeah. learned so much by getting out there on the road. And Eric and I have done a couple of uh, road trips where we do go out, go from truck stop to truck stop, uh, and just take the time to, to visit with drivers, not just Crete, Schaefer, Hunt yeah. drivers, but yeah. with all the drivers. Hey, what's going on in the industries? What are the challenges you are facing? So we can bring that back here and, and, as I mentioned before, say, how can we make your life better? What are you What are you hearing from drivers? What are they looking for? Flexibility with hours? Do they want to maybe see the uh, rules, regulations relax a little bit. Uh, from a general standpoint, what do you hear? Drivers want to be taken out of the middle of lumpers and OS&D issues. Um, they don't like to wait. Uh, who, who wants to wait? So, you know, what can we do? What can we do to improve our length of haul, take them out of waiting or detention scenarios, and make it to where they can drive? Yeah. Our drivers want to drive. We want to focus on how many more minutes can they drive every driver segment that they have. I'm hearing from a lot of drivers about the hours of service, and uh, that was one of the big topics of conversation at the ATA's MC&E convention in Austin, this whole idea of maybe allowing drivers the ability to stretch the day out, I think by a couple of hours or so. Any thoughts on that? Do you think uh, maybe if we do extend the driving time, would that be maybe a benefit or have the ability to stop that climate. Well, I think that is the one benefit of us going to, as an industry, going to electronic logs, because now we have data, we have information, and we have a reliable and accurate way to create some flexibility. I think the FMCSA was a little challenged in doing that in the past because they knew they already had challenges with paper logs, so if they made it open it up any even more, there was maybe more room for abuse. But with the electronic logging, knowing what a driver is doing throughout the day more accurately I think that will provide for some flexibility, and I'm encouraged by the FMCSA saying, yeah, we're we're interested in working with you on saying, can we provide some flexibility so we're not having your drivers drive through Chicago at rush hour, Mm -hmm. um, doing some of those things like that, and actually make their lives better, but the road safer as well. And I think the FMCSA, they're now evaluating all of this. They've gotten all of the comments in, and I don't think there's any timetable as of yet uh, when this is all going to maybe change. Uh, The other side of that, I guess, is that maybe – uh, the FMCSA could come back and say we're not going to change anything. Uh, so that's maybe still up to debate right now. But at least, if anything, some in the industry have said 
the the agencies now listening that uh, they want to move forward and that's a positive step right it is a positive you know i think uh, the leaders of the agency now are open to saying what is going on in the industry so we can be a regulator that does truly uh, work with the industry to try to make things safer. I mean, that's their goal. The FMCSA right, job right. is to make you know the, the motoring public safe, and that's our goal too. You know, we certainly want our drivers to be safe out there, and we want our, our customers' cargo to be safe, and we want the motoring public to be safe. So, I think we'll get a lot farther working hand in hand together than working separately. And, and you mentioned the data that uh, that is being seen by the electronic logging devices. I mean, this is data that the industry has been uh, looking for for a long time, right? I mean, you can build on this data. Accident numbers have gone down across the industry overall uh, from what I was reading from uh, the FMCSA. Uh, and the anniversary date, by the way, for the ELD was it December of last year. This thing fully got ramped up and was ready to go. We've got almost a year's worth of data now uh, behind us where we can look back and say, okay, these things are getting better. We still have these areas that we need to improve on. Yes. Really, what will give our drivers more time is having a little more flexibility from the shipping and receiving yeah. community. Yeah. So that way they can they can match their hours of service they have left to drive and get a little flexibility back to the driver so it's not so regimented. All right. Isaac, as you continue in your role as uh, the uh, driver development and owner-operator program manager, uh, you want to hear from folks in the industry about, you know, sharing their ideas about maybe the ELDs or maybe about the military program, right? Uh, that is so critical to have that two-way two -way communication, that open door with the driving and the trucking industry. How important is that to you? It is very important. And, you know, a lot of the times the drivers have the head start on that because, you know, they've got the ear to the ground and a lot of times they're bringing you that information before you even hear it. So. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. And, you know, we can learn so much from the drivers out there. Like I've said on the show, Many times before, you know, it's one thing for me to be able to report from my cul-de-sac. Uh, I've got to get out and see people. I've got to get out and be able to talk with them and, you know, find out from folks what is uh, going on in the industry. Gentlemen, a great 30 minutes. Um, uh, we just went through a half hour on this, and I want to thank you guys for joining me on the program. Tim Mashoff, CWO President in Crete. Carrier Corporation, Isaac Phillips, the Driver Development and Owner-Operator Program Manager, and Eric Cutter, President of Shaper Trucking. Let's give them a nice round of applause for joining us for this segment here on the program.